0: Welcome to Northwest by Night, Tales of the West Coast. Christmas is coming, and for me, that means baking. There's the regular traditional treats shortbread, gingerbread, and fruitcake. But there's also one other sugary dessert that appears on my table around this time that, for me, evokes the West Coast. It isn't specifically associated with Christmas. But if I made it year-round, I would eat it year-round, too, because whenever someone breaks out a pan of them, it's almost impossible to refuse. Today, on Northwest by Night, we're celebrating Nanaimo Bars. custardy squares of sweet indulgence, the Nanaimo bar is made up of three layers. The bottom is a solid foundation made of cocoa, graham cracker crumbs, coconut, chopped nuts, in any combination. Then comes the middle layer of creamy custard-flavored icing, and finally there's a thick layer of chocolate ganache on top. They don't require any baking, so they're fairly easy and quick to make, which is handy because they disappear fairly quickly too. But no one's quite sure where they came from. The first known recipe for Nanaimo Bars appeared in the Nanaimo Hospital Cookbook, published in 1952 by the Women's Auxiliary, and it was simply called Chocolate Square. Then in 1953, the recipe appeared in Edith Adams' cooking column in the Vancouver Sun, titled London Fog Bar. When it was published in Edith Adams' prize cookbook later that same year, it had been given an alternate title, Nanaimo Bar. When it comes to culinary history, these sorts of community cookbooks, like the Women's Auxiliary or Edith Adams Column, provide a unique insight into how people ate and connected with food in past generations. By submitting recipes from their own personal collections, grandmothers could share favorite recipes that they'd inherited from their own mothers and perfected over time. So the appearance of Nanaimo bars in auxiliary cookbooks hinted a much longer history. After all, they were easy to make, easy to carry to picnics and work, and the ingredients were easy to find. They were established family favorites, and that made them worth sharing. Branded ingredients like graham crackers and Bird's custard powder placed Nanaimo bars firmly in the post-war period, but that's not to say that those ingredients weren't used for convenience, substituting other cookie or custard options. There are stories that placed the Nanaimo bar earlier than the 1950s. A recipe reportedly from a 1936 edition of the Vancouver Sun for chocolate fridge cake is supposed to be similar to Nanaimo bars, but while many people claim to have seen it, no one's ever been able to find that recipe in the Sun's archives. Jean Paré, the author of the company's coming line of cookbooks, claims that the bars were first created in Alberta. Paré, who was born in 1927, remembered her mother and grandmother making them, but the dessert was called the Smog Bar. Other similar desserts have popped up across North America, too. In Winnipeg, they were called New York Slice, In Halifax, they were known as Mabel's Favorite Bar, and in Drumheller, they were called Victoria Specials. However, none of these desserts are quite the same as the Nanaimo Bar, and they never achieved the same level of notoriety. Why, you might ask? The Nanaimo Bar was about to get a helpful boost onto the world stage, which would leave all of its competitors in the dust. 1986 was Vancouver's centennial anniversary, and to help celebrate, the city applied to host the 1986 World Exposition on Transportation and Communication, which became known as Expo 86. The old CPR rail yards and industrial area along Falls Creek was transformed into a massive fairground with pavilions, rides, attractions, and of course, restaurants. It was the second time that Canada had hosted a World's Fair with the first one being held in Montreal in 1967, and of course patriotic pride was at an all-time high. The owner of a popular Vancouver cafe, Susan Mendelson of the Lazy Gourmet, was asked by the Expo 86 committee to create a cookbook that celebrated Canadian cuisine. Now the Lazy Gourmet had been selling Nanaimo bars since the 1970s, the first instance of them appearing commercially, and the dessert had developed a bit of a following in Vancouver. When she was asked to write the book, Mendelssohn included the Nanaimo bar as a classic Canadian dish, and this helped popularize both the name and the dessert, and firmly cement the two together. Nanaimo bars were also served at Expo 86, where they made a host of new fans. Expo 86 is often recognized as the start of Vancouver's transformation from quiet little town into international metropolis. I think in much the same way it moved Nanaimo bars from a regional curiosity to a world-recognized dessert, now sold in Starbucks and Tim Hortons from coast to coast. They might never have reached the same level of fame without Expo 86. And they certainly wouldn't have with the name Smog Bar. In 2006, the Nanaimo Bar was declared Canada's favorite confection by a reader's poll in the National Post, and in 2010, the city of Nanaimo began promoting the Nanaimo Bar Trail, which guides brave travelers to 39 different cafes and restaurants around the city, where they can sample different desserts, drinks, and meals based on Nanaimo Bars. In 2019, the Nanaimo Bar appeared as part of Canada Post's Sweet Canada Stamp Collection alongside other favorites like butter tarts, Saskatoon berry pie, and sugar pie. The depiction, though, isn't exactly traditional. The ratio of custard to base is wrong, the color of the icing isn't a bright yellow, and the stamp has sparked a bit of debate. Some people felt that the custard looked too much like peanut butter, while others lamented that, with its thin base, the dessert looks more like a cheesecake than a square. Honestly, people on the West Coast take their Nanaimo bars very seriously. So I'm off to make a tray of Nanaimo bars and then devour them. I'm Kim Bannerman, and that over there is sound producer Sean Pigott. and we'll be ending the podcast today with his song, Alert Bay. No matter how you choose to follow us, hit the subscribe button and let us know you're out there. And if you want to try making your own tray of Nanaimo bars, check out our website at northwestbynight.com, where I'll post a recipe. Whether you choose to share it is up to you. Thanks for listening.